patterns, permutations, time, rhythm, coordination, meter, concentration, tempo, modulation, groove. Welcome to the Drum Mantra Podcast. This is Rich Stitzel, and it's time to go deeper with your practice. So what I what I did is, you know, at some point I started realizing, like, I can put in these, you know, these sextuplets and make it sound essentially kind of faster than this. Polyrhythms, polymeters, what are they? How are they related? How are they different? Let's take a look. Before I set up anything in a session, I try to find out, hey, what's the first song we're going to do? Can we go listen to it? Is there some kind of demo? And then, because I hate, I hate just like throwing up like any old cymbals and snare drum and whatever, um, building a kit and then going to listen to the song, you're like, oh, well, I wouldn't use half the stuff that's up here. The way to be successful at something is you have to be so passionate about it that time disappears. You do not care. You are just in it. You can't wait to wake up because you get to start again. When you go to sleep, you hope that you dream about it. That's what I'm talking about when I talk about passion. I, I really feel like that's a really under-emphasized part of being a drummer, is getting sad. What happens is you're moving the accents everywhere possible in a measure of 4-4, four, four, a measure of 3-4, and a measure of 5-4. You break it down, you know, sometimes you'll do threes in each hand or whatever. But it's a, it's a combination of just those two things and throwing in a single kick drum or a double kick drum, and now you have these odd phrases you Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Drum Mantra Podcast. It's Rich Stitzel, and it's so great to be back talking with you. So I know it's been a little while. Things have been insane for me, like always. Lots of records, lots of gigs, traveling. My daughter started college. My stepdaughter started her senior year. Lots of things going on in the summer, and I can't even believe it's the middle of uh, September already. But We are back, and today I just want to share a recent lesson that I posted. It is the polymetric timetable over threes. It's an entire lesson, and I'm just going to play it from start to end. And if you'd like to download the PDF of the exercise, you can go to drummantra.com forward slash 45. So here's the lesson, and I will talk to you at the end. Enjoy. So what is a polymeter? What's a polymetric timetable? What's a polyrhythm? What's a polyrhythmic timetable? These are all different things. They're related in a way, but they're different. Here's the difference. A polyrhythm is various groupings of notes with different subdivisions that resolve within the same amount of time. For instance, a quarter note, which is a duple subdivision, and a quarter note triplet, which is a triplet subdivision. 
we have one, two, one, two. In the same spaces, we have one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, one, two, one, two, three, one, two, three. So in that manner, a polyrhythmic timetable would be increasing the amount of notes that you squeeze into the same amount of time. One, two, one, two, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five, six, one, two, three, four, five, six, etc. So you're speeding up the notes to make them fit in the same amount of time. That's a polyrhythmic timetable. Now let's look at polymeters and polymetric timetables. A polymeter is different groupings of notes with the same subdivision that resolve at different times. For instance, the same subdivision would be 16th notes. Four 16th notes would be a quarter note, one E and a, two E and a, three E and a. And we could do a three note grouping of 16th notes. One E and a, two E and a, three E and a. One, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. Now you would think that those resolve at the same time but have different amounts of notes in them. That is true, but we are playing what's called a native polymeter, which means resolution within one measure. If we're in three, two, three, the dotted eighth note or the three note grouping will resolve every one measure of three, four time. One E and a two E and a three E and a. But if we're talking about quarter notes, common time, duple subdivisions, we need to be in four, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four, one. Oh, they don't fall together because it only resolves as a native polymeter within three four time signature, the dotted eighth note. So if we're gonna play four four time, it takes three measures for everything to recycle and come back to the beginning. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four, one. So that's a polymeter. Now a polymetric timetable would be kind of the opposite of a polyrhythmic timetable. A polyrhythmic timetable, like we said, we're gonna squeeze more and more notes into the same amount of time. So the more notes we play, the faster we have to be to make it fit within the same amount of time. A polymetric timetable would be the opposite. Every time we add a note, the phrase gets longer and longer and longer because the accents at the beginning of each of the groupings of notes gets farther apart. For instance, if we're playing one-to-one -one ratio, we're accenting every single note. If we're playing a two-to-one ratio, we're playing every other note. A three-to-one ratio would be one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two. A four, a five, one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, See how it gets further and further apart? That's polymetric. So what we want to do when we create the polymetric timetable, there's a lot of different ways to do this. There's some great exercises. One would be 
ones, twos, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Back down. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. That's a polymetric timetable. Now what makes these interesting is when we put them on top of a pulse. Now I'm always gonna say on top or with or together. I don't say against. I never want to use the word against because that defeats the purpose of music. We want things to be in harmony. We want things to work together. So whether it's seven with five or 11 with three, it's always with. So get in that habit of kind of being on the positive side of things and saying with. It's an 11 with a three. It's a seven with a five. It's not seven against five. It's not, you know, whatever. It's with. I like to use the word with. So the way to do the exercise that I performed earlier on the drum set is we first we need to get all the other components together. Now if we if you noticed the left hand the right hand on the ride cymbal is doing the polymetric timetable. Everything else is a constant ostinato which means a repetitive pattern that never changes. The pattern happened to be quarter notes on the bass drum, two and four on the hi-hat, and every second and third eighth note triplet. Triplet, triplet. So just getting that coordination together can be a challenge. So let's do that for a little while. Let's get really used to that. When we're doing these drum mantra exercises, the word mantra means lots of repetition. We're gonna do these as a meditation. So the best way to master something is with muscle memory. Now, the better we build muscle memory, the better we're gonna be able to execute an idea in the moment when we're playing music. So to develop muscle memory, we wanna do a lot of repetitions of something. So that's the idea of drum mantra, rhythmic repetition. So we're gonna play this pattern and I'll go over to the drum set and we'll do it over there for a long time. Just get used to the pattern before we even introduce the polymetric timetable. Okay? So let's do that now. Okay, so now we're gonna play quarter notes on the bass drum, and we're gonna fill in the eighth note triplets, the second and third note of the eighth note triplet on the snare drum. Once that is comfortable, we're going to add two and four on the hi-hat. We're just going to play this for a very, very long time. Make it really comfortable. It has to be second nature before we introduce anything else. Okay, now let's play 16 measures of that ostinato and then end on the downbeat of the 17th measure. It's super important to be able to keep track of where you are when you're playing. So being able to start to sense a four measure phrase, an eight measure phrase, a 16 measure long phrase, super important. You have to really start to train yourself to hear these phrase lengths so you can keep track of where you are. Okay, so here we go. Let's do a 16 measure long repetition of that ost ostinato groove. Okay, here we go.
Okay, now let's look at introducing the ride symbol pattern. This is the whole feature of the polymetric timetable exercise that we're doing. But before you're ready for the ride symbol, make sure that your feet and hands in the ostinato are completely rock solid, like you can do it in your sleep. Then we'll start adding the hand. So the first thing we wanna do is just play every single eighth note triplet with the right hand. It's gonna be exactly with the kick and both snare hits, ride symbol, right with the kick and snare. Let's try that. Okay, great. Let's go to the next ride cymbal variation. This is every other eighth note triplet with the right hand, so it's basically a two-note grouping. The challenge is the right foot and the left hand are playing a three-note grouping. Kick, snare, snare, kick, snare, snare, kick, snare, snare, kick, snare, snare. The ride is playing triple, 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 triple. So it's every other one. Let's give that a try real quick. Excellent. Now we get to relax a little bit. This next one is simple because now we're playing every third accent with the ride cymbal. And it just so happens to line up with the bass drum because the bass drum is playing every third note. Kick, snare, snare, kick, snare, snare, kick, snare, snare, kick, snare, snare. Ride, 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 ride. Let's give that a try. This should be, this should feel really comfortable and very simple. Okay, here we go. Okay, I hope you enjoyed your vacation because now things are about to get tricky. The right hand is now playing every fourth eighth note triplet. Triple it, 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 triple it. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. So we're playing four note grouping here. We're playing a three note grouping with the bass drum and the snare drum. Leave the left foot out. Let's just get really used to it. Just play this thing for a long time. It's gonna take it's gonna take some time. Okay, here we go. Here's the demonstration. Play along with me and then just stop this video and keep on working on it on your own. And then I'll see you when you're ready for the next step.
Okay, I hope you really spent some good time with that four over three grouping. It's not easy, but it needs to be fluid. So I hope you really have worked through this because we're about to go into territory that's completely wacko. And if you're not solid with that four, the five is going to be really weird. So make sure you're ready to go to the five. Five note groupings. Every fifth eighth note triplet. Triple it, 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 triple it. One, three, four, five. One, two, 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 three, four, five. One, three, four, five. Triple it, triple it, triple it, triple it, triple it. Okay, here we go. Okay, it might be next week if you've been working on this a lot. I don't know. Maybe it's right now. Of course it's right now, but it might have taken you some time to get this one happening. The five-note grouping with the three-note grouping, completely abstract, but becoming very hip, very current. It's a, it's, a, it's a rhythmic rhythm that you're starting to hear, so it's worth your time to get this super solid, to be able to hear it, to be able to sense it, to be able to do it. Okay, you get a little break now. So we're going to now go to every six notes on the ride cymbal, which is perfect because it lines right back up with the bass drum. Triple it, triple it, triple it, triple it. One, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four, five, six. All right, let's go over to the drum set and do it. I'll see you in a minute. Okay, now we're going to get into some serious business again. The seven notes grouping, every seven eighth note triplets. Triple it, 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 two, three, four, five, six, seven, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, triple it, triple it, triple it, triple it, triple it, triple it, triple it. There's a pattern. Figure out the pattern and the and the hand will follow figure out where the hand falls in this whole thing this is not something that you can just kind of hear you have to really understand what is going on to make it work you can't just feel it you can't just guess it this is this is kind of math this is kind of the science part of drumming now we don't want to live in the science and math world for long we want to be there just long enough to understand the concept get it in our bodies make it part of our muscle memory, and then we can go into the creative artistic expression side of music. But the technical practice requires precision, and precision on this level requires complete understanding of every moment that you are in. 
Okay, simple as that. Let's go over, try it out, and I'll see you in a minute. Okay, finally, believe it or not, this one is not easy either. Even though it's an eight note grouping, we go, oh, eight, that's easy, that's fine. But we're still playing a three note grouping here. So now you go, oh, all of a sudden you wake up and say, oh, eight and three, man, those things don't line up very well at all. So here again, there's a pattern, there's a structure to it. Triple it, 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 triple there's a pattern, it's awkward, you're going to start to feel out, feel where that hand falls in comparison to the rhythm that your foot and hand are playing. Again, we're just leaving the left, hand, left foot out for a while, just getting this thing happening. It's a lot, there's a lot to it. Okay, let's go over the drum set, check it out. Okay, great. Now that you have all of the individual components of the polymetric timetable over threes, now you can start working on getting them glued together back to back. That way you can start to get the fluidity of the exercise down. Now this is a meditation, uh, absolutely a meditation. When you're playing this, you want to you don't want to just perform it once and play one to eight back to one and then you're done. This is a thing that, it's a cycle, it's a meditation. So you're gonna go up and down, and up and down, and up and down. You're just gonna keep on doing it. And think about what's going on. Ex try to pay attention to the experience that you're having while you're doing the exercise. Otherwise, it's just a little technical trick, and that's not the point. The point is to be centered and focused and comfortable doing something that's pretty abstract allowing your muscle memory to really kick in. Your muscle memory is not going to kick in after one repetition of this thing. Play for 30 minutes. Play for an hour. See how long you can play it. 
the challenge that I'm doing myself right now is I'm trying to play, I'm trying to, to incorporate my breathing. So the first subdivision of ones, inhale. Twos, exhale. Threes, inhale. Fours, exhale. Fives, inhale. Sixes, exhale. Sevens, inhale. So the breath gets longer each time. So you have to like really think about how quickly you're inhaling and how quickly you're exhaling, trying to inhale and exhale the same amount of time to get all the air in and get all the air out, but expanding each time. It's a very, it's very hard. Uh, that's, that's what I'm working on right now. Then I see it as becoming a complete meditation because when you're focusing on your breath and your body is doing this crazy pattern, that's when you're in drum mantra. That's when the meditation, that's when the rhythmic repetition and the whole experience of, of kind of merging with the whole thing happens. You're paying attention to everything and you're allowing everything to happen. You're, you're observing the way that it feels. You're observing the way that it sounds. There's your exercise. So that's what, we're, that's what the goal is. The goal is not to do a fireworks performance for Instagram, which the video I put up this morning was that, and I had to play it way faster than I was comfortable with because I wanted it to fit into the one minute on Instagram, and you saw the video at the beginning of this as well. But the purpose of this exercise, sure, fast is important. Fast is great. Slow is great. But I think there's a lot bigger challenge in slow because there's a lot more space. There's a lot more time to like think. And when you start to think, you start to lose track. So we want to do this at a nice medium tempo for just a nice, long, extended amount of time. Okay? So join me. I'm going to play it slower now. I'll do a couple repetitions and then you're on your own. Good luck, happy practicing, take care.
Okay, there you have it, the polymetric timetable over groupings of three. Some people are starting to work on this and post it, and I'm super excited to announce that the very first Drum Mantra Friday feature is going to be Daniel Cox from Nashville, Tennessee. He took it upon himself to post this exercise in its complete performance, and I was so honored and humbled by it that I decided to create a DM Friday feature on the Drum Mantra Instagram page. So if you go over to Instagram and go to the Drum Mantra page, you will see Daniel's video performance of this piece. If you want to be entered into a chance to be posted on the Drum Mantra site, post any Drum Mantra exercise and hashtag it DM Friday feature and also tag at Drum Mantra. And I'm going to pick someone every Friday and feature them on the site. Secondly, I would like to remind everybody that the October fall session, excuse me, the fall session of the Drum Mantra 3030 begins October 1st. Registration is open. It's a great time. It's a 30 days, 30 minutes a day, 30 minute lesson a day. And we have a Facebook group, a private Facebook group where all the participants from all around the world go and talk about their experience during each of the exercises. It's a whole lot of fun. Everyone has a blast and we all get to know each other. Very cool. You can find out more about that at drummantra.com forward slash drummantra3030-2. Or you can just go to drummantra.com and look in the menu bar for Drum Mantra 3030. Again, that starts October 1st. Registration information is on the website. And once again, if you want the PDF of this polymetric timetable exercise, go to drummantra.com forward slash 45. Okay, have a great week. Happy practicing. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Drum Mantra Podcast. Your time and attention is much appreciated. I would love it if you went to the iTunes store and left a rating. And please share this with anybody that you think would like to go deeper with their practice. Take care.